0: Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke.
1: <laughs> I just thought I felt like you were already laughing. So I was just prepared.
0: And today we're going to talk about one of your best defenses.
1: Oh. I was actually smirking because I was remembering that last week. I was not prepared for that part of the podcast. Yeah. Forgot it was my job. Yeah. I just.
0: So last week. The
1: memory got me in the kickoff.
0: A very well received episode in terms of feedback. Um, I don't know the views or the listens or whatever we call them. Um, But definitely one worth going back to and using your ear holes to listen to. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) That's what they are. Holes in your head true <laughs> just stating facts fact check true um thank you for listening thank you for making us a part of your week we are less than a m- one month away from the spring collection and less than a month away from the april wow tea of the wow, wow 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 so that is wow. very exciting wow 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 <laughs> um and yeah the 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 tea of the month is incredible um Very excited. I actually talk about it a little bit today. I'll tie it all in Um, and the spring collection is all new designs. So we've worked with a bunch of artists. We got tons of new designs, great new products. Like I'm really excited. I get excited for every collection. Obviously, it's part of our job and it's like I'm a firm believer in like if you aren't excited about your products, how do you expect anyone else to be? So I'm always excited about our products and our teas that we're releasing. But there are collections that I'm like... The the the, the, the reasons of it... These ones turn up to 11. Yeah. <laughs> why not make 10 louder? Well, no, these all this go to 11. to 11. Yeah, I am I know that, but why not make 10 louder? These go to 11. Um, it's like six of you that got that joke, and you are my <laughs> people. Um, And so, yeah, this one is just like an extra excitement because it's all new. I feel like we stretch the boundaries of types of designs we released and uh wow. which is like there's part of me that's like that's a little scary because oh it's for sure like <laughs> it's, it's for sad. sure 100 percent terrifying but it's also like i want to be someone who stretches the boundaries of the type of creativity that we do that
1: is not the description i thought you were going for oh that's not your normal description when you're like hey.
0: oh yeah <laughs> it's a butt clencher yeah <laughs> It's a, it's a full on butt clench in terms of like, hopefully they sell because we only do this four times a year. So, uh, April, mm. April 1st will be the tea of the month, obviously early with the podcast and then April 7th will be the, uh, spring collection. So very exciting stuff, um, coming up that we're just really pumped about. And then, uh, yeah, so this week. Um, we're going to kick things off with a song of the week, strong feelings, strong feelings, because my feelings are very strong. <laughs> okay. So, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any matter of time, or I'm about to tell you right now, so if this is your first episode, know <laughs> this. I love movies. Yep. I've loved them my whole life. Um, I think that they are connected to my childhood in a really strong way. Like our family used to go to the drive-in movie theater together. Um, and I think those are some of my earliest memories of like laying in the back of the truck, watching movies outside, you know, we lived in Southern California. So like, I've always liked watching movies. I went to film school, um, because I wanted to be like a screenwriter director type guy. And then
1: we get it. You have a four year degree. We get it. Yeah.
0: With honors. Um, it's not a huge deal. I will say though, that with honors was definitely padded my last semester in college. (laughs) I needed one film class, like credit wise, like um, degree wise to finish. It was like a, it was like a film study, like curriculum part, like of my degree that I needed to finish. So I took like this film study class and then my, the person I was meeting with just to make sure I graduate was like, and then you just need credits. And I was like, so I take any, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you just need this many credits. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so I went back to the, like the course guide, And I signed up for tennis, volleyball, (laughs) adventure climbing, badminton. (laughs) I think that's it. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Four net sports and a climbing sport. And then I took the one film class. My last semester in college, I got a 4.0. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a a huge deal. (laughs) I'm a star athlete. Anyway, so Mm. I, I really do like movies. I definitely have a more critical eye two movies Yes, by default. I try not to be Debbie Downer all the time. I like to say when movies are good. I also like to say when they're bad. And so my strong feelings are the new Pixar movie, Turning Red, might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) That's bad. Not even like, like it, it doesn't even come close to the Pixar standard. The Pixar, like Pixar is the gold standard as far as like a production company that almost hits a home run every single time. Yep. Like, even directors, like, even when you think of, like, the top directors, like Steven Spielberg or, you know, Martin Scorsese or, you know, some of those guys, like, even even they have flops. Yep. And so Pixar, as just an organization, doesn't really have flops. There are a few that are, like, just not as good. But they're still good. Right. Like, they're still, like, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Like if my kid, like if my kids are watching, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll sit here for a few minutes. Like, yeah. even Cars Two, which is not is normally ranked their lowest one. Okay, I would say like Cars Two, Brave is usually yeah, I love Brave, but those are the ones that are usually down. Yeah. The, the Good Dinosaur, I also, um, but I get why they're
1: not as great
0: as the others. Yeah, not as good as Toy Story, Ratatouille, <clears throat> Finding Nemo. Like these are you know uh, up up. I mean, just Wally. Like Coco. we yeah, we can just go on and on. Monsters, Inc. So it's like you, you, the bar is set Monsters higher, <laughs> higher than normal when you're watching a Pixar movie. You're like, this is going to be good. I, I finding am Nemo. <laughs> Are you done yet?
1: I just finding Dory. You can just
0: <laughs> Luca, even Luca Ugh. soul Ugh. inside Ugh. out, Ugh. which we call bing bong in our <laughs> house. Um...
1: <laughs> Answer my question. <laughs> Do you want to watch bing bong? Yes or no?
0: <laughs> Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Look at
1: me. <laughs> hey, look and listen.
0: <laughs> anyway, so there's a super high standard when it comes to Pixar movies. And then there's just like a normal movie watching standard that I have. <laughs> Turning Red was so far below both of those that I just like, I could not believe it, that it was made.
1: And that it was made by Pixar. You're like, did y'all watch this before I, you
0: put it out? And what was interesting is I really like this film critic. He's not for the faint of heart. He swears quite a bit. His name is the critical drinker and he is an, do not watch it in front of him. No, 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 no. He is an excellent (laughs) movie critic. He is very well versed and he's not like a movie critic. That's like, I only like indie art house type movies. Like, you know, yep. his most recent recommendation was Spider Man, the new Spider Man. So, like, he he watches big budget, <laughs> big picture movies, which is like that's the kind of movies I want to watch. So I'm going to watch this critic. You right. know, not the guy critiquing some movie about how daffodils grow in the forest or something like that. Like, and so well,
1: they need sunshine. So it's what's unlikely. interesting is
0: he has, I know it's the, <laughs> the crux of the movie. <laughs> well, you got to cut down all these trees. <gasps> oh no! Anyway, save
1: the daffodils, right? So I guess <laughs> yeah. it's, is it worth it?
0: Is it worth it? I don't know. What's more valuable, a tree or a daffodil? Answering oh, the big questions here today on the Walk Love Podcast.
1: Daffodil is a bulb, so you could <laughs> you could transplant it way more easily. The root system is not the same; they don't communicate to each other the same way as trees do. So, All right. I think I'm team save the forest, move the daffodil, move the
0: daffodil, kick Got them it. out
1: of their homeland. Yep, and move them.
0: Got it. Okay. Anyway, so the critical drinker has this series called "Why Modern Movies Suck," um, which, by the way. It takes me a lot to say the word "suck." Yeah, I know. Um, because it was a bad that word in our butt, house. That
1: was a butt clench for me because I'm not used to using yeah. it. Yeah,
0: so like I just felt that it felt sort of like I said the f word, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my word, this is the podcast. Sorry, Dad and Mom and Dad, I know you're listening. It's what his. It's what he titled it. I didn't title it. Yeah, I just reading it. the words. I'm just reading what he said. Anyways. He has this series, Why Modern Movies Are, Are Bad, and the most recent one that I actually watched the morning before we watched Turning Red was about how so many modern movies have a terrible lesson they're trying to teach people. Yeah. So like his example that he used was like the animated Mulan versus the live action Mulan. In the animated Mulan, she's not as strong as the men, but she uses her wit and her cunning to overcome. Yes. Great message. A message I want to teach my daughter's. Yeah, The live action Mulan is she was born awesome and is going to continue to be awesome. Get out of her way. Yeah. And you're just like, well, yeah, if I had to pick between those two lessons to teach my three daughters, I'm going to pick this one. Right. And so then we watch turning red and I'm like, this has no lesson. No. And if it does, it's be yourself, no matter how terrible that version of you is. Yeah. No sort of like, Self improvement, no sort of like onus on oneself to like be a kind and gracious person. Yes. Oh my word! And so like we're watching this, and I'm just like, one, it's just like it's sort of cringy. Just, in, just the like animation was all the audio, uh everything about it.
1: Yeah. There's was there wasn't like uber bad language in it. No, but there was a lot of just like, really, did you need that? This yeah. is a kids ish movie. Yeah.
0: And so then we finish, and and I guess well, you can tell the story of June. Well,
1: June, bless her, was so well, she's excited to watch any new movie. Yeah,
0: and Friday night is our like new movie night. Like we pick something, none of pick something the kids haven't seen.
1: Right. And so she was amped to watch this new movie. We watch it. Bless her heart, she's sitting on the couch, and I, we ended up talking about it when we when I was putting her to bed then, but I think after we talked about it for honestly like 30 minutes off and on what we, the chair behind for her, (laughs) bless her heart was that she was one very disappointed that something she was excited about. Wasn't what she thought it was going to be. So she was dealing with just like, Oh, I'm let down. Yeah. But then also both and dealing with, that was also just a terrible movie. And she was, she meaning the main character, like she was mean and she was unkind and she was like, loud and pushy and all the things that I don't think June wants to be and so yep. she was feeling like I don't like that girl why would I like that girl I don't like this movie that wasn't fair yep. and it's funny because I remember feeling that way as a kid towards very specific Brooke movies and Brooke and June have so many red. similarities. Yeah and just being like anytime someone just so clearly was doing the wrong thing.
0: Like Edward from uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia drove you crazy
1: i just i used to have a pit in my stomach before reading or watching those because i'd be like
0: well just don't do that
1: you see that you should not be doing making those choices you (laughs) fall and i think june was feeling that on her own little seven-year-old level i know it was really cute and And, so and and we talked and so then she
0: was like she you told her you go, tell dad what you just told me. And she's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't to. want her as feelings. I don't want her his feelings. She goes...
1: I said, tell, tell him. I you'll be think surprised. I you're going to be surprised yeah. by dad's re- you know, reaction. And I didn't and, really like the movie.
0: And I was like, oh, good. Me either. It was horrible. <laughs> and today, but, you know, and today when Abby came over, who's watching him right now, I, I was telling her about it. And uh, I said, June, what do you think? She goes, two thumbs down. I'd give it <laughs> three thumbs if I had three. Hands. And I was like, "Ezzy." <laughs> fiery take from a seven-year-old hot take so yeah those are my feelings and they're very strong and if you That'd know,
1: be a good po- podcast three thumbs down
0: <laughs> and if you like the movie no worries we can still be friends
1: yeah oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you fool <laughs> edward why would you make those decisions <laughs> what does he eat the turkish delight yeah oh what an idiot <laughs> <laughs> i just i just can't
0: You just can't. All right. Do you have any strong feelings today?
1: Well, apparently they're about Edward (laughs) being an idiot, but mm, totally unrelated, (laughs) as most things are, to Edward and Narnia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what's not related, Edward? The rest of my life. My strong feelings are (laughs) now I got the giggles for (laughs) no (laughs) reason. I just don't know why I said totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> that was obvious. What is related? I don't know. I don't know what caveat. I'm going to recover.
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: Um, <clears throat> separately, <laughs> my strong feelings are that I still love Beauty Counter. I'm almost three years in. Still love it. I would have joined the business the end of March. So I'm coming up on three years.
0: Wow. 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 wow.
1: Crazy to me.
0: I like it.
1: I was a very different person three years ago. Yep. Um,
0: we live in it in the cold wastelands of Pennsylvania. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I just, I don't know. I probably will have more thoughts about it specific to it being three years and all that. But today my strong feelings are just that I still love it. I use more of their products than ever. Me too. And they, And one of the reasons I initially started selling it, well, using the products and selling it is the, I've learned this term from the lazy genius. I don't know if any of you listen to her or read her books, but I don't know if she came up with this, but she has the phrase decide once, right? Like decide once which brand of jeans you love and just buy those go on all the colors you need decide once what you make for dinner. First Monday of Decide
0: month. Decide once which Anything.
1: Decide what. Sour
0: Patch Candies you like and just buy all the bags. Great,
1: right. That it's makes a
0: lot of <laughs> sense. Scary device. They do have a spicy bag. How? I have mixed feelings about it. Spicy feelings or just mixed? Well, packs? just like they have a spicy bag of sour... I don't mean to do Relio, but I will. Uh, not related to Edward. Okay. There's a spicy bag of Sour Patch <laughs> Bites. And it's like at first you just start chewing and you're like, this, this, is, sour this is sour candy. And then the heat hits you. <gasps> And you're like, that was unexpected. I don't know how I feel about this. Anyway, it's yeah. gone. You love Beauty Counter. Decide um, once. I just,
1: and that, and, was, and, one, that yeah. was one of the main reasons I started because I was like, I need to clean up my personal care products, all the hormone garbage in them and all the other garbage. Like this, yep. I, this is the next thing. I did all our cleaning products. I did our laundry. Yep. Like this was next on my list. And so for me, it was like, I'm going to decide once. If Beauty Counter sells it, I'm going to go there first. Yeah. And...
0: And like it was three like, years in and what's like, cool is there was like a two part decision. I love it. For you too, because you were like, we were also, that was also around the time where you're like, should I do these brand deals and like, should I make income yes. this way? And it was like, you decided once for yourself about the clean products. Yes. And then so you, I say
1: no to every other sponsorship opportunity, yeah. which is a balls.
0: Unless it's really cool, free stuff for our kids. Yeah. Essentially.
1: But I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's different. Or if anybody that, wants to send us on a trip, like we'll say yes. Gifting. It's a
1: gift like when you get gifted something that's different than like a paid sponsorship. But yeah, I
0: just Uh, beauty counter has done something to you in terms of just like ownership over something that's uniquely yours that I really have no saying in. Um, I think it's given you confidence and a little bit more boldness and it's like kind of interact. Oh, yeah. Glowing, obviously. Better skin. Better skin. (laughs) And uh, I think it's given you like. I don't know, you know, your voice, your voice matters is such a big episode for us. And 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 I think that Beauty Counter in a subtle way has kind of given you a voice mm. in a way that you didn't expect. So, yeah, I love it, too. And you can re- request free samples. Yes. Where? Probably
1: the link in my easy, pretty clean bio.
0: Easy, pretty clean on Instagram. There you go. Nice. Those are your feelings in the are strong. Yeah, they are. Strong feelings. <laughs> okay. Um, song of the week. Do you have one? Mm, I don't know. I have a couple. <laughs> so i have a worship song of the week um it's off the elevation worship album um and it's called why featuring the valley boys so i listen to the whole album it's pretty good i like it I, people are going kind of crazy for it um but this is definitely my favorite song off of it okay i mm-hmm. So that'll be on the worship playlist. And then I have a new song by Jack Price that's going to go on the regular playlist. And then um, probably put the whole Ben Rector album on the regular playlist. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Just
0: just Just mix it in in there. Uh, Yeah, his new album came out, The Joy of Music. So good. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be my next album I paint too. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like hard for me to be like, oh, this is definitely the song. But for me, I think it's Thank You. Yeah. like he wrote a song called daughter which obviously is incredible you know I have three of those yeah um
1: I really like um is it hero or heroes
0: heroes yeah hero. should I play any of them
1: I don't know I'm not prepared for that one
0: okay I'll play thank you. I think some
1: Judah and the lion um yeah what what's the the why did you run yeah vibes to me yeah like emotionally Larry, like it's it's emotionally charged for me If
0: I find Brooke weeping into her dippy eggs It's probably because yeah. she's listening to this song yeah. um, But I think I'll add thank you to the worship playlist Because it definitely has a worship vibe to me
1: It does Thanks for the sunrise Thanks for the night sky Thanks for the deepest blue In my daughter's eye. And Thanks for the weekend Thanks for a good friend Thanks for in the high life again Makes me feel alive. It's been too long since we sat down and talked this way. Life is hard. Sometimes I don't know what to say. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, for you have been good to me.
0: I can picture that. Like I can picture some one of those singing competitions. Like some indie like christian girl vibe like doing that song and being like and it just being big you know like it's just got that vibe of like you're gonna hear that in church at some point yeah um and then i'll play the jack price song jack price is like a new artist he like new to you or new to me but this is only a second song he's released okay and uh i don't know how i found him i think i just found him on like the discovery page right and i i added a song and i i played it and then he, like, messaged me on Instagram. I was like, dude, thanks for adding my song to your playlist. Oh. Like, <laughs> you know. That's the best. And so, like, I don't know. I just have, like, vibes that this guy's going to go somewhere. And I so, mean, what
1: I've heard is very good.
0: And so. Because, like,
1: I think I said it before. The first time you ever played it, I was like, is this L City? No. it's. And I kept listening. I'm like, it's yeah. not. It is? It's not.
0: But he's definitely <laughs> got that, like, I don't know, like that lane. Sugar pop. Well, yeah. Even, but just, like, more, like, laney, you know, just, like. He's in that genre. Love. Loud.
1: How do you say that, guys? Like, and that's
0: out. L- Loud. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> he's got a new song called Super 8, so check him out.
1: I remember when we first met in the cafeteria. The sci-fi novel in your hands. a pencil in your pixie cut. 60 something
0: I don't know. I just have, I just got a vibe. Three thumbs up. Three thumbs up. If I had three arms, I would give three <laughs> thumbs up. Um, all right. So maybe like five minutes. How was your week? It was good. Nice. <laughs> Done.
1: I checked off a big
0: yes task,
1: a big task thing.
0: We have in been. my work life. So la- I think it was at the beginning of last year. One of my Mount Rushmores of the year was like prediction was like we're going to release this product yes then broke through the ultimate curveball of (laughs) hey i think we should move and so the product got put just like way on the back burner had a baby moved moved again you know and uh and so now we're getting it fired back up and and i don't say this like with any sort of hubris i guess it's the best idea i've ever had and it's really the best idea brooks ever had (laughs) Which, again, marrying you was the best idea I ever had.
1: (laughs) Decide once. There you go. I
0: did. I decided once. I said, that's the girl. Um, But it's like, it's one of those ideas where it's so simple. And I I don't know. I'm just like, I've been so amped on it for so long. And nothing has, like, I get amped. Well, let's back this up. I get amped on every idea that I have. Yeah. Some Mm. of them are terrible. Um, (laughs) And usually the terrible ones, the ampedness fades over time. This one the ampness has not faded and I'm just like right. ready for it. I mean it's
1: no carpet for. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you forgotten? This has to be one of your <laughs> one of the dumbest things that you've ever said in your life. <laughs> Give them the elevator pitch meeting for carpet okay. for.
1: <laughs> okay, ready? Press the button. <laughs> Elevator door shut. Hey, hey, guy. Nice suit. Ah, I've wasted several of my words on nice suit. It's fine. What floor are you? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not actually going in
0: there. I, I'm just pitching people. The I'm, same just, idea that I'm I have. just
1: in here. Um, <laughs> are you tired of vacuuming your floor? Do you wish that your carpet was also alive? <laughs> Do I have a product for you? Carpet borer <laughs> will absorb and eat anything you drop on the floor that is um, biodegradable. <clears throat> but don't worry, it won't eat your feet if your feet are on the carpet. I already know where you're headed. It's not going to happen. We have the technology. <laughs> the is developed. It's not going to happen, so don't worry about it. But
0: <laughs> So, I don't know how this conversation <laughs> started. It was... Years ago, like maybe a decade ago, <laughs> we must have been just like feeling loopy or crazy. And Brooke was like, What if a carpet just like took care of the garbage for you? It was like
1: a compost. Your carpet meets compost, but not like you're going to throw your food on the ground. Just like. But you could. You could. I mean, <laughs> it's more like crumbs.
0: Yeah, things like that. Like it would just. <laughs> and so we absorb it, and so I, it must have just been the mood we were in. So we unpack this idea to the fullest extent. <laughs> Marketing <and> we, <laughs> carpet war, <laughs> <laughs> like carnivore. I'm and,
1: telling you, uh, this, it's my game. When the
0: technology catches up, <laughs> and our grandkids, grandkids, grandkids have carpet wars throughout their house. Remember this moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right you're welcome oh man it's two times you got me good <clears throat> um yeah so we're in like actually abby just asked us uh when she got here, she's like what's new with you guys like anything going on it's like we're kind of in waiting mode um <clears throat> because we're waiting on this product waiting on the spring collection samples to arrive waiting on the tea of the month samples to arrive waiting on mark Clark to come visit us <laughs> he comes at the end of the month waiting on the mask mandate to lift on Maui, um, which happens in like two weeks and we are going to go do all the things. Um, we literally have a budget that we're calling the freedom fund. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, so we're just like waiting and then my brother and his family are coming. So we're waiting on that. And so it just feels like we're just like in the normal rhythm, trying to get some stuff done around the house, trying to like make sure the businesses are ready to roll, um, when that stuff arrives. And so, it was mostly a normal week. The only big thing that I did this week differently was I helped demo the top oh, yeah. floor of the bishop's house. So yep. they, they're they doing a remodel and, you know, he hired me as the demo crew. Well, he didn't hire me. It was unpaid labor. So right. I'm just an amazing friend. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was kind of the week. The girls haven't been feeling well, so we've just kind of been like taking it chill. Yeah. Um, but after last week, you know, and the like Brooke just being like, this is what I've been thinking about. This is what I want to talk about. I I kind of asked myself the same question. If, if I was given um, like, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? Yeah, the,
1: the prompt of what have you been thinking about like for a while?
0: Yeah, for a while or just like, what do you feel passionately about? I guess would be would be the question. Because I don't know if I've been thinking about this as long as you were thinking about, you know, your prompt. But it has been on my mind lately and I've been definitely churning on it and like it definitely feels very much on brand for the type of person that I am <laughs> yeah. for my personality. And then I'm reading this book called Rest in War, Rhythms of a Well-Fought Life by Ben Stewart, who uh, from what I gather is a pastor in Washington, D.C. at one of the Passion City Churches. Okay. Um, and so actually Tyler Tony from Dude Perfect tagged the book in a story and I bought it. So I was like (laughs) commissions. Yeah. I got you, Tyler. Probably struggling with the dude. Perfect stuff. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and the book is really good. Um, it's definitely like he's definitely a pastor, which is awesome. Um, and I really, really have enjoyed it, but it was like, I was highlighting some things here and there and then I got to this section right here. I'm just showing Brooke. Yep. And it's almost all highlighted. (laughs) So much yellow. To the point where I was just like, this is, this, is the, this is the part of the book that the Lord had for me. That's how I feel. And it kind of goes along with what I've been thinking about and sort of what I've been encouraging people through with the painting. Like, yeah. And you know, we talked about the death of wonder a few weeks ago. And just like this idea that when I ask someone, when I get to know someone and I ask them, what do you like to do for fun? And there's this like long, awkward pause normally followed by that conversation or that question. And uh, you might even literally be thinking that in your head. Like if I was in front of you and I said, hey, what do you like to do for fun? You might think, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And I think that's the bigger pool of people. Yeah. And then when I think about people who I admire and look up to and who I think have like uh, their lives together and, you know, have success, great, great families. Like they often have hobbies. Yes. They like,
1: well, round, well-rounded. Like maybe. I think
0: of, you know, Brian Zimmer, you know, Brian. Yes. Yes. And he, it's
1: funny. I was thinking of them okay. as you were describing yeah. this.
0: Yeah. So Brian, Heather,
1: maybe you're listening. Yeah. Maybe you're not.
0: So Brian Zimmer was a mentor of mine. Um, and I'm trying to get him to come visit us. So come visit. <laughs> um, and he like raced motorcycles. He likes going to the gym. He hunts. He's like, he does a lot of things. Yeah. And he is like someone I would say is a very healthy, successful, great dad, great husband type of person. Yeah. I think about Bob and Goff and right. you go to his Instagram. He's like going down water slides, jumping out of airplanes. <laughs> it's like very different style of right. fun, fun, but definitely still there. Goes to Disneyland all the time, has a boat, like, And so, you know, if you picture the people in your lives who are healthy, like a lot of, you know, it's just, you just see that you see hobbies. And so then I read this part of this book um, and I just highlighted just like the section uh, and I'm just going to pick and choose a little bit of parts, but it's called the outer ring. And so um, basically what he said, like, he's talking about how like he, 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 he had a friend who was in recovery. Okay. And so his friend was like, when I was in recovery and like going through it, he's like, well, I'm still in recovery. But when I was like in the middle of it, I would every day draw this target on a piece of paper. So I would draw one big circle and then a circle in beneath and then the bullseye. And in the bullseye, I would write the behaviors that I did not want to do. You know, if you're an alcoholic, it's drinking. If you're, you know, a drug addict, it's any sort of drugs. You know, if you're addicted to pornography, it's pornography. Like those, like the sin. Those are the things I do not want to happen in the the middle. And then on the outer ring, it'd be like the next ring, you know, like going to a bar, like the things that would lead to the bad decision,
1: the behaviors, the decisions.
0: Yes. And so it would be like going to a bar or like staying up late on your computer alone or like, you know, just the things that, you know, maybe talking to a certain group of friends or whatever. And, and, and then, and so Ben is telling this story and he's like, okay, so I'm, so then I'm picturing on the next ring, the things that would then lead to the things in the middle. Yeah. And then this guy says on the outer ring, um, I want you to write the things you do for fun. And so Ben talks about how he's like, he's basically like, wait, what? (laughs) How are those connected? How are these, how are we writing, you know, going on a bender? And then two rings out, we're writing something for fun. Yeah. And and so Ben talks about how he wrote one thing, read books. And his mentor friend was like, that's pathetic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and, and so basically what he was saying and what I'll sort of go into right now is like our best defense. And that's why I was like, today we're going to talk about our best defense is an offensive joy is Mm -hmm. it is an offense of a full life is living life and life to the full and life abundantly that Jesus came for us. And so many of us do not do that. We live sort of on the inner ring of that second circle, just like the mundane, normal obligation of life. And you can have strong willpower and maybe never make it find yourself in the middle, but eventually loneliness and isolation and sadness and just like the, just the little bit of like weakness will, will make you end up there. And so this guy was basically saying like that outer ring, when that outer ring is flourishing and full of things that you know, you love to do and things that fill you up. And what I seem to be going back to is like that loss of time, deep side joy. Yeah. Those are the things that are going to be the best defense against sin and anxiety and frustration and depression and all the things that seem to plague modern society. Um, And so I'm going to read from the book a little bit. Um, So this is Ben saying, you know, when he's like, I wrote read books, (laughs) He he, he pressed me here saying, I don't want to talk about these inner rings at all. I want you to notice how sad and pathetic your outer ring is. You don't even know what you enjoy doing. He was absolutely right. I didn't know how to have fun. I had to fix this. I imagine that today you may need to fix this as well, and not just so you can be more relaxed, enjoyable. It may be a more relaxed, enjoyable person. As wonderful as that would be, you need to fix this because the that outer ring is one of your best defenses against the two inner rings. Let me tell you something disturbing about yourself. When your marriage or your ministry or your career or your friends cease to be fun, you will seek pleasure somewhere else. We are pleasure-seeking machines, and if you do not actively observe what your positive releases are and prioritize them, you'll be more vulnerable to the enemy's suggestions. Your self-discipline may keep you from certain sins from time to time, but when you are tired, frustrated, or feel a sense of entitlement, the enemy will solicit your mind with illicit alternatives and you will be primed for a fall, or he will encourage you to keep your foot on the gas like I did, and then you will break something either in your body or in your soul." That is why it's important to find, a po- find positive places to take your, need, take your need to unwind. Again, David said in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. If your rhythm of life never involves soul restorative rest, lying down in green pastures and besides cool waters then you need to be honest with yourself that God is not shepherding your life. You are being led along by something else, your fears, your ego, your ambitions, your need to be validated, or your lusts. When God is guiding your life, you may have seasons when you go hard. There were times when Jesus worked all day and all night, but those times will always be coupled with times of restorative rest. And if you lack those times, you will break. And so I just like, I've kind of been like, I don't know, beating the drum on this, you know, with the painting, because the painting did something magical to me. Um, because I, I I have no shortage of hobbies. I I, I feel like I do a pretty good job at this. Yeah. Um, you know, and and if you wanted me to list them, I could list them. Um, like if someone asked me that question, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I like going to the gym. I like going to the beach. I like surfing. I like painting. I like playing video games. I like watching good movies. Uh, really good movies. I like playing with my kids. I like sitting on the front porch with Brooke. I like going on walks. Like I can, yep. you know, my outer
1: go- ring is full. My, you know what's in it.
0: My outer ring is full, and I know what's in it. And so, but the painting was just like this really unique experience of like for me saying no, 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 that's not for me because of because of self doubt Um, and just like not being confident in that. Like God gave me this idea, just like kind of pushing it away, like people will judge me. People will think this or that of me. If I say now I'm a painter or whatever, like, and, and and I, and I avoided it for so long. And so then when I did it, it was just this like super clarifying moment of like, no. And then this is, this gave me the language of it is like, no, if God gives you something to add to to the outer ring, you add it and you add it right away (laughs) and you go all in on adding it. And to me, that was like this really magical moment. And so I just like, and that's why I've just been so passionate about this moment, this thing is because so many of us, and I I know tons of people who fall into this category, and I think Brooke can speak to this because I think she struggles with filling her outer ring, is like, we don't do a good job at this. And I think as believers and followers of Jesus, we should strive to do a good job at this because I think what it will do is you'll think about the Brian Zemers in your life and you're like, I want to be like that tell me your secret and he'll, and and Brian will say, well, I follow Jesus and Jesus, you know, worked hard and he rested well. And, you know, like, and, and, and he had a full life. And so that is why I feel like I'm just like beating this drum because I think as adults, we lose the sense of wonder that we had in life. We lose the ability to be imaginative. We lose the ability to see creativity. We lose the ability to just like have fun. And so many of us end up living a life full of regret that we just like lost the wonder and the beauty and the grace that God has given us. And we just live a life of normal obligation until we die. And I do not believe that the son of God came to earth for that to happen for you. Yeah. Cause, cause if, cause he didn't, he just didn't. And so (laughs) I'm just like, have fun, good loss of time, fun. Yeah. So,
1: (laughs) I, I feel like this isn't one that we need to unpack for like 30 minutes. It's I, I, again, the language naming it, knowing what to call it so that when I feel like, Hey, I feel like I, Holy spirit gave me this idea or, you know what I used to love as a kid. I'm going to yeah. try that. Like even being able to just see yeah, you, make like, two
0: lists, the this, things you loved as a kid. I'm going to see
1: if this goes in my outer ring. Yeah. Like and, that gives me the perspective of what it is what it could be, should be. And I feel like it helps you and I talk about it.
0: And, and I don't even think the inner circle needs to be some sort of like dark, no, no deep, no. dark sin. It could just be like, I'm an, I'm an a-hole. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a butthole. Like, <laughs> s- sorry, mom and dad, I suck. Right. You know, like, and, or it's like, I'm impatient with my kids or I'm <laughs> overeating or like, th- there could be a lot of things that go in that inner circle that aren't like, you know, yeah, I'm looking at pornography or something like it could be yeah. something that's just, you know, sin is a sin. And so like, um, but the, the, that language and that image for me was just like, when I got to that point in the book, I was like, this is a good book. I, I've enjoyed yeah. reading this. And then I got to and that point like, and I was like, this is the best is. book I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. <Strunk. You>? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read a few more things that I highlight and then I think it would be good Brooke. So I'm gonna give you time while I read this oh boy for you to talk about like how you struggle with it, because I think a lot of people will connect with that more than they'll connect with me listing my, saying
1: your outer rings full and (laughs) you're (laughs) great. No, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Health experts tell us that if you wait till waited until you're thirsty to drink water, then you're already dehydrated here. Jesus showed us that if you wait until you are completely exhausted to rest, then you are already in trouble. Rest is meant to be a rhythm. God wove it into the pattern of creation. And we talk about this all the time that like we like this week I was helping with demos. So we didn't have our normal Sabbath And that night. We were like, I could tell, like we could just tell, like it wasn't bad. Like we were happy to help our friends. Like yeah. there is no like guilt or shame on us or them for doing it. But it was like, it, 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 whenever we miss a Sabbath, it makes us realize how valuable they are and how much more we are going to protect them. Yep. Um, think about, um, we often use the word we, we, uh, a word we often use for fun is recreation. Think about that as recreation to grow again, to refresh by way of fun. Faith filled fun is fundamental to survivor survival. You need it. If you do not prioritize a redemptive release, the enemy will always be there to offer a destructive one. You must consciously choose redemptive fun, and if you will slouch, or you will slouch toward destructive fun. It is a guarantee. There is no middle ground. For the sake of our souls, we must rediscover the ancient path of having fun. <clears throat> um, when God carved out a place on this planet for his, for our first parents, He named it Eden, which, as I've mentioned before, means delight. He didn't just make their abode functional. He made it awesome. He made it pleasant to the sight and good for food. Genesis 2.9. Did you notice the order of his priorities there? Before he made it functional, he made it beautiful. He wanted it to look amazing. He wanted his people to be dazzled by, by beauty. God is not a killjoy. He created joy. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> That'll preach. God is not a killjoy. Yowzes.
0: And so I, I think I get so emotional on this because I just know so many people who aren't living that way. Yeah. Who are followers of Jesus, who love Jesus, who want to serve him, but they have like closed off this part of their life in terms of serving or in terms of being like him. And I think without this part of your life, that whole other part of following him is going to feel stagnant and like religious and eventually. I think that's the road to deconstruction. I think that's the road that so many people are on right now where they're like, yeah, I have more fun doing other things. And it's like, right. <laughs> If you were connected to the creator of fun weekly or every now and like even more than like daily would be ideal. Like right. you're going to see, you know, this opportunity before you. Um, And then he gives an example here, you know, actually he gives a bunch of examples, but I'll read a few more. For example, you glorify God in your eating when you enjoy the amazing flavors he's made. You honor him by delighting in his food and then thanking him that he didn't make the necessary act of fueling our bodies just an exercise in efficiency. He made it fun. He made it taste good. And so, like, just back to the other point of, like, he made it beautiful before he made it functional. Like, to me, that speaks to the the value that Brooke puts on our home. Like, you want to make it beautiful... And some people will be like, why do you need this stuff on the wall? Or what, you know, why do you need to paint? It's already painted or like, what, like people oh, yeah. will kill joy that. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, we are a reflection of our creator. And so he made our world beautiful. We want to make our kids world beautiful. We want to make the world beautiful for us. Like just the world that we inhabit in, in mm-hmm. our home. And so it just like percolates out from us in all areas. And we go from clinging to joy to choosing joy to radiating joy because we allow it to totally saturate our, our full lives and full existence. Mm. Um, and so then he ends this sort of part of the book of like, with just a bunch of questions. And so I'm going to read those questions and then maybe we can end, or you can kind of give some thoughts on that.
1: Do you want my thoughts before the question? Yeah.
0: Let's, let's get your thoughts.
1: Yeah. So first of all, this is amazing. And this language is insanely helpful. Yeah which I'm excited to start using. Cause we only started talking about it this week. Um, it's
0: like, uh, it's as helpful. It's going to be as helpful as the chair behind.
1: Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I do. I typically do struggle to fill my outer ring or name it. Um, I'm getting better.
0: hundred percent
1: for sure. But I often feel like, and when I say like, I don't really have any hobbies or I don't know what to do. It's hard for me to just sit on the couch Um, the, the deeper issues with that are probably that for a very long time, I like found so much of my identity and self-worth in being productive and efficient. And, and there is, there is a good side of that. There is a good side of like that, that is my personality. That is the way God created me. I can use those gifts and talents to help my life and bless people and all those things. But that is not who I am. And so I think me not having or struggling to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this for my downtime. I'm going to go do this for fun. It's usually because I'm like, well, but I could be, I could be doing something that that's better, that has more value to my life. Right. It
0: could be making content or sitting at my computer, which is like, "Eh, more value to my life.
1: Yeah. No, more value to maybe what I've typically more perceived value.
0: value. Correct. Yeah.
1: More cultured value yeah. like all that i am getting
0: literally value. more value like the way we make like an income cash money yeah,
1: cash money value carbon war investment funds value i get it <laughs> i gotta work for this stuff guys <laughs> um yeah and so i i have gotten better um
0: what do you think is helps you get better
1: i would say um one we we talk about it a lot more frequently and and I've heard myself say, and I hear you say like, hey, maybe that's something you'd like to try. Or you know what, I, I think I might want to try. And I just, I say it out loud. I get it out of my and head. And
0: honestly, when she says it, there's a, my eyes, <laughs> my eyes pop. Right. Because it's like, I'm so not used to that sort of like right language coming out of you that it's like, yeah. whoa, there were a lot of years where you definitely nope. held all that in. And I think about that and I was just like, man, I think that's why I get emotional too, is like, I don't want that for you, and you know if you're listening to this and and you're married, your husband or wife doesn't want that for you, and it's like, but if 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 we are unaware, yeah, like if I you know for years I was just unaware, like I would have oh, said hey, I was unaware, yeah, yeah. You have a full life, you have happy, like you like to do stuff, but like this like rhythmic fun to restore your soul, like yeah, I don't. I think there were years we didn't do any of that, yeah. And so like, you know, have that conversation now, put that ring on the, on the refrigerator now to, you know, have.
1: Oh, I'm literally going to, I guess I could just draw it. I don't need to print it out. It's not that hard to do, but (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to sit in my seat. See, that's me though. Right. (laughs) I need a system. I'm going to, I'm going to print something because that's the way it should be done. And it's going to be clean and blah, blah, blah. Versus I'm going to messily scribble four targets on four different pieces of paper and you me, and June and Sunny, you're going to fill them out. Yeah. Like that's probably where I should start. Right. Um, yeah, I think talking about it, getting it out of my head and then, um,
0: for me, like, you know, as you've been going I don't through know, this, you might, you might be like, to answer the literally question. you've just been trying. That, like, that was, I was, you, like you,
1: you got to just try stuff.
0: Like, and again, I'm going to get emotional talking about it. it's so silly and it's so like, it seems so silly. But when I think about, what it's done to your soul and what it's done to our family. Like you saying, I think we should move to Maui has just, it's just like impacted. Like, I, I just think about like, you know, like the movies that are like drawing the timeline, <laughs> you know, like if we go back, then we have this new timeline, like that sentence that you said, <laughs> like, just like, you
1: mean like time? Drama? Yeah.
0: Like when the timeline split. Yeah. Like it's like that split our timeline. And, and I just think about like people we've met here and the friends we made here, like it, it, it might split theirs too. And like, there's just something so incredible about that moment. And then within that moment, like you getting on a surfboard again, it was not graceful. It was, but it was, it was so beautiful and just wonderful. Um, and just like you just going out and just like, I'm going to try this. And I think that's why the painting has inf- impacted me so. It's like, I'm just going to try this. And I just picture you walking through the back, like by the back door oh, being man. like, ooh, that Oof. is not good. He's going for it. <laughs> and then just like... Sunset
1: from memory. And then wow. just
0: realizing that like, I have a style and like... Oh, yeah. It's, it's unique to me. And like, this is a gift that God has given me to do this. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it's just incredible. And yeah. so I just like, that is the passion behind this. It's not like go find more hobbies to fill up more time. I'm I'm saying maybe cut some of the crap in your life that doesn't fill you up yeah. and add the things that do like, obviously there's the necessity of life. Like I have to sit at my computer. I have to talk to my accountant. I have to like, <laughs> you know, make sure yes. that we have enough money. I have to go through like, like there's a lot of necessity of life. And I'm not talking about just like eliminating that necessity to do more fun things. Yeah. I am talking. And There's
1: seasons where
0: there's so much necessity. Yeah. You have a new baby. You're just in necessity zone. Right. Like, like you, hard, yeah. you know, uh, you move into a new house. Yeah. You're just living at it. Like, this is just what we have to get done today or finish today. But I'm talking about once you're in your regular rhythm. Yeah. What are those things that fill you up, that make you lose track of time, that once you do them, you come home and your wife or your husband is like, this is the version that I married. Yeah. This is the version I want every day. Yeah. You know, that's, that is why I I feel so passionate about this. Um, and so I'll sort of end with this, uh, two more parts from the book again, rest and we'll link it in the, in the show notes. Here's some questions that he answers. Um, what brings you joy? What makes you laugh? What makes your eyes light up? What do you look forward to? What do you check the calendar for again and again to make sure it's still there because you can't just wait to experience it. If you aren't living like this at some point, at some level, then you are completely missing out on how God intended life to be lived. And then here is his like last paragraph of sort of encouragement, practical. What does it look like? Okay. Um, <clears throat> make a list of 20 things. It may, it may take you two days to do this. That's okay. You may may have to call some people and ask, what do I like to do? When was the last time you saw me truly happy? When was the last time I laughed so hard? My side hurts. When was the last time I cried because of beauty? Keep working. Make this a priority. Next, pull out your calendar and ask yourself, what three things will I incorporate into this week? Start with the small ones, then look over the next three to six months and pick the bigger thing, something that may require a bit of planning. Then look at the next year or two and pick an even bigger one. Hike a national park. Go see Europe. Find your way to Jamaica and swim in the Blue Lagoon rest in a way that fits you, find your thing and actually do it for the sake of God. And everyone you influence go on an adventure. And so, yeah, like for me, you know, I tried surfing. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I like being in the water. I'm so bad at it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just like being in the water. There is this really great element of solitude while you surf, which I, I enjoy. And like, I need to work towards. And so if I usually have like, an activity like walking or like it helps me be in solitude. Yeah. Occasionally people will be around you and you'll, you'll have some friendly conversations, but I've decided that like Monday is surf day. Yeah. I wake up surf day, surf day. Um, I, I, you know, put the board on the truck. I drive to where I'm going to surf. I fall about 15 times and I get back in the truck and drive home. (laughs) And it's like, that is part of my weekly rhythm now because of, of because it's the outer ring. And it just, and there's, there's multiple elements to it that fit the outer ring. It's time in the ocean. It's time doing something that I can learn to get better at, like, which I like to do. Yeah. It's time alone. Like it's time outside. You know, there's just so many parts of it that are out there. And so like, you know, and now painting, painting is now in the outer ring. And I mm-hmm. try to do that weekly. Like I, I haven't done it this week. Maybe did. Was Phoebe there? Um <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Um, but you know, trying that. And so like, you know, it doesn't have to be something like surfing or painting, but it could just be like, I like going on walks. I haven't walked in six weeks, you know, put that on your weekly rhythm, wake up a little bit earlier so you can do it. Go on your lunch break. Like there are a million ways to fit it in your week. Um, and then I just love the idea of like, what is something that's going to be on the calendar that we are all looking forward to? Yes. Like, what is that thing? Like, like for I us, like that
1: question
0: for us, it's visitors coming. And so like, we have that thing, Nick, oh, Lindsay, yes. Zadok, Salah, and Nehemiah are coming. And yeah. it's like, we ask Siri at dinner, how many days until, you know, the what day that they come. they come. Yeah. And so like, that is big for us, but that is like that to me that fits, but then it's like, what's, what's something for our family? Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know? And so like, that just has me percolating of like,
1: what were the questions again?
0: <laughs> okay. What makes you- yeah, hold on
1: something about joy. What makes you laugh?
0: What gives you joy? What What, what brings you you joy? joy? What makes you laugh? What makes your eyes light up? What do you look forward to? What do you check the calendar for again and again to make sure it's still there because you just can't wait to experience it?
1: And what if we ask those on behalf of our kids? Like, you know, one of the homeschool curriculums I love and use from time to time is called Other Goose. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's mostly like cool. Mother Goose, but, but it's other the Goose. Other goose. It's so clever, so clever. It actually is really clever, and the branding's <laughs> fantastic, and I love her. But that's separate. Um, one of her things, like on the platform that you use when you, and it's like first grade and under. It's for little kids. Yeah. And if any of you are interested, just I think it's like twelve bucks a month or something. Just yep. go sign up. It's amazing. Um, her, you rate their lessons by in like how interested were they? Not just like you know A plus B plus kind of a thing. And like one of them is eye sparkles and you literally rate their eye sparkle on something. Yeah. And I did it for like two months. I don't rate them anymore because I feel like I kind of know what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. But it was so fascinating to go back then and see like, yeah. oh, Sunny's eyes sparkle anytime she can help with something yep. or make something. Yep. And then June's was like stories and literature, imaginative, imaginative things. And I was just yep. like, what if I, as a mother, try to facilitate my girls outer rings.
0: Yeah, because we're training them how to do that so that when they are no longer
1: in our house <laughs> they
0: we know that they've learned that. And 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 not only and the are they value of it, they're learning it for themselves, but they're watching us do it. So like I say, I'm going to surf. You know, we usually play surf in USA, like it it's a thing, you yeah. know. This is a big moment for dad. This is a good moment for dad. Yeah. I'm not sneaking out to like be alone.
1: Well, and I, how long have we been talking?
0: 57 I was minutes. This was going to be
1: a whole separate episode, and maybe it will. Okay. But this all ties in that conversation I had with you the other week about the difference between I need a break and I need to escape versus, versus something that's life giving. Yeah. And that's what you're describing right there. Like we were talking about a couple different scenarios in life and i was like okay what does this this activity or this thing
0: we're talking about video games
1: yeah but i think it applies to anything because yep. your that scenario is actually kind of a confusing one but <laughs> what i can't think of a different one but um
0: exercise would be a good one
1: Yeah, are like i like to go to the beach alone yeah am i doing that am i making time for that in my schedule because i see the offensive value of it being a life-giving thing for Brooke. Right. for me <laughs> who yeah. i am or am i so desperate for an escape that i'm just like i gotta get out of here like i, got, I gotta drive to target alone yeah i don't want anybody to come with me because i need
0: and this. i think a lot of people fall into that second category where they feel that and it's like well if you just added you know for us 30 minutes a week on the beach by yourself yeah would that f- would well, then, then
1: use then I don't care who rides to Target with me because I don't need you, it. You
0: would see a shift in sort of the way that you're living. It would be this rhythmic thing and less of like a like I need to latch on to it. And I think that's yeah, where a lot time. of couples end up fighting. Is like, this is me. Like I just need this, you know. And it's like, well, yeah. if you need this, let's have a conversation about it and let's let's put it into our livelihood right. and not just use it as a band-aid, let's let's be proactive. Um, yeah. you know,
1: cause and- I think that's just it. If I really need something, what I, I don't need a solo drive to target pickup. Right. That's not going to do it for me. Yeah, What I need is these outer ring things Yeah, and less of like this white knuckling. It's my time. I need this. I've been right. with them all day. Like, you know? Yeah. And so,
0: and what I've noticed is like, you know, as we've developed, as we're developing these skills, because Brooklyn are very much works in progress at this. Is I've noticed, like I have such a, like I have more patience at bedtime. Bedtime is when I'm like I want to be triggered. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know you don't want to brush your teeth? We do this every night. Put your jammies on. We we go to the potty. Like these are just things we've done for years, for all of time, for your whole life, <laughs> kid. Um, and it's like when that that outer ring is lacking, my patience is very thin that at that time. Yes. When that outer ring is full, my patience is full and I'm ready to just be like, all right, I'm waiting. Let's do it. Like, oh, you want to show me one more thing? Okay. Let's, you know, let's see that. Watch this trick, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see the trick. You know, like I'm, I'm, and it's not even like, let's see the trick. I'm like, okay, let's see it. Like, yeah, I'm ready for it. You know? And so again, you know, it is just so much, there's so much value to that outer ring. And I don't know if we've been taught it. I don't know if we've yeah. had any sort of spiritual direction on it. I don't know if, it, you know, now it is becoming a thing that people are talking about more and more and more, but it's definitely was lost for people yeah. and has been lost for people. And so let this podcast episode be an encouragement to go find it, to go fill it up. And when you write fill, it
1: down on a piece of paper this week,
0: yes, absolutely. Think about um, and even me, like I, I can even find myself, like I, I know how to, I know the list, but it's like I want to dive deeper. What what are the deeper elements of that list? Like, cause one thing I think of is like I love baking bread. I haven't yeah. done that in a long time. So like right. there are deeper things on that list that I want to make, maybe not weekly in the weekly rhythm, but maybe they're in the monthly rhythm. Yeah, And then maybe it's tied to like Sunny wants to bake bread. And so like it's something that we do together. And so I'm filling up my outer ring and I'm filling up hers. And there's just like there's there could be so much beauty yeah. as you integrate sort of this idea into the rhythms of your life. Um, and it becomes less about like we're surviving and more about we're thriving. Mm. So.
1: So good. I'm so excited about the, the word picture of it. <laughs> I just love it.
0: All right. Well, we didn't get to talk about the tea of the month, but that's fine. We'll talk about it later. It's very cool. Very cool. Um, is that it. Yeah, I think. Thank so. you for listening. Thank you for making us a part. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, carpet four grabbed my foot. Um, it startled me. <laughs> ha, <laughs> it, mis- it misread me. Um, thank you for making us part of your week. <laughs> okay. I okay. Like- I love <laughs> <you> Bye.
1: <more. laughs>